Menopause Moment, Brief Conversations, Deep Knowledge. The number one show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Hello, can you hear me? Let's investigate. Yes, okay. <laughs> That's what happens when you click start broadcast before you checked your microphone. I was too excited to get on the show today. Welcome to Menopause Moment. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. This episode is sponsored by Medterra, our CBD, your health. Today, we are talking about anxiety in menopause and perimenopause. Now, before I get to today's topic, please be sure and talk with your doctor before taking any medical advice from the interwebs. I'm not a doctor. I'm a woman in perimenopause and I refuse to be sidelined or inconvenienced by it. And these are just answers that I found for myself. So before you take any advice from anyone on the internet, check with your doctor. Your doctor will tell you if it's a good idea or not. All right. Now, <laughs> I know that I am a little bit late um, today and I'm trying to get used to some of my new technology, but also I know I missed the show yesterday because I wasn't feeling great and I've been a little overwhelmed by taking on a few too many responsibilities. So we're going to talk about that in today's show. Now, um, it turns out that anxiety is a great topic for me for today because I'm kind of experiencing it with all the stress I put myself under. No, um, in general, as my hormones have changed over the last several years, uh, my anxiety has increased quite a bit for sure. And, um, I would say that, you know, it, when it, it comes and goes and in times of high stress, or if I'm eating poorly, it gets worse. But when I am taking care of myself and I'm doing yoga and my meditation and I'm eating appropriately and I'm not putting tons of sugar and tons of, of, um, caffeine in my system, it, it really gets better, but it's hard to stay on that when you're busy, you're doing a lot of things and hormones play a huge part in the regulation of our emotions. Our emotions become in flux and they're shifting. And just as when we talked about mood swings a while back, your emotions do start to go on a bit of a roller coaster in perimenopause and menopause. You may have anxiety, depression. You might think you're about to kill everyone around you. You might find yourself being more snippy than usual or more irritable, and you may experience anxiety. And, and the thing is that it, it's also this is a huge transition in your life. And we're dealing with the fact that we're going from being able to have children to not being able to have children. And we're going from the perception of what that means. And that's a huge change in life for women. And so there are a lot of, a lot of things happening internally, a lot of emotions, and it's a very big transition. It's a very big deal. So if you are experiencing anxiety and you've never had it before, it's completely normal. It really, really, truly is. Now, um, we're going to take a short break to talk about, um, for, I'm going to read a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to come back and talk about solutions. Okay. Uh, this is the button I need to hit. Okay. <laughs> for many women, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats, and they can be brutal. Mine kept me awake all night. So I was tired and I was cranky all day long. 
I tried all kinds of supplements and CBD oils, but nothing put a dent in my hot flashes. Then I tried using Medterra CBD oil and my hot flashes and night sweats improved dramatically, reducing severity and frequency. So I wake up less often and I get a lot more sleep, just a little dropper under my tongue in the morning and another one at night. And my hot flashes actually decreased by about 80%. I actually measured them guys. And unlike many of the CBD oils I tried, there's almost no taste to Medterra CBD oil, which makes it much easier to take. Get your CBD oil at medterracbd.com and use the promo code menopausemoment for 10% off your order. Okay, let's talk about solutions because anxiety is no fun. Now, again, before I say anything else, please check with your doctor before you take any advice that I'm about to offer. Don't take medical advice from the internet. It's not a good idea. Check with your medical practitioner. Okay. I'm going to tell you about a solution that you may not like hearing about. You might not love this one, but I'm okay with that because I think it's important for you to be aware of all the things. And I'm going to tell you all the other ones too, but I want you to know that this one is one that I have found to be a helpful tool in my toolbox, okay? So it's also something you need to be careful with, but ladies, a little Xanax can be your best friend when you're going through perimenopause. (laughs) I wanna be really candid about this. I wanna be candid about the fact that anxiety helped me through some really difficult times. Uh, Xanax, did I say anxiety helped me through? Gosh, you guys, I'm tired today, I'm sorry. Xanax helped me through some really difficult times and difficult moments of anxiety. And there's no shame in taking medication if it helps you. I had some times as I was beginning in this journey when I really struggled with anxiety and a little Xanax really, even just the lowest dose, and I would like break that even in half. And within half an hour, I was so much better. And Xanax really helped me. It works fast. It really calms you down. Now, the downside is that if you're not careful, you can find yourself taking more and more and having to take a little stronger doses. And it it is a benzodiazepine and it can be addictive. So you do have to monitor yourself pretty carefully. Um, I, I have always been very cautious about it. I had a doctor that would call in the second, so the, the lowest dose is 0.25 milligrams. And I had a doctor that would consistently call in 0.5. And it made me mad because I had to cut that thing in quarters because I was only taking half of the lowest dose. Uh, so I would call and I would say, no, that's not the one I want. And then they would call it in again. So then I had too much sitting around my house. And I didn't like that because, again, this is something to be careful with. And so um, I've always required my doctor make sure when I call in for a refill please only call it in for the 0.25. Don't call it in higher. And I will probably cut that in half. And it, it's really, you know, you, you just have to keep a close eye on it. And I have not always taken it. It's not something I've taken consistently. Sometimes I will take it at night to help me sleep if I am having a hard time quieting my mind. But I just keep a very close eye on it. And, and I, I don't think it's something you really want to take all, all, all the time necessarily unless you and your doctor think that's a good idea, but you do, again, have to be careful. Sometimes your doctor won't really monitor you as carefully as you need to be monitored on a benzodiazepine. So in a pinch, I think Xanax is good to have around. And and I wanted to share that with you because, um, look, there are times when you're really struggling and you're white knuckling it, and you do not have to do that. There were times when I tried meditation and yoga and breathing exercises and nothing was working that day. 
And I struggled and I struggled and I thought, why do I feel like this? And I fought it. And when I finally broke down and I took the medicine, I thought, geez, why, why did I do that to myself? Why did I let myself suffer for so long? So you don't have to do that. Um, on the other hand, when I am taking good care of myself, when I'm eating properly, no processed foods, no caffeine, alcohol at a minimum, very low sugar, when I'm exercising and doing yoga and when I'm meditating regularly and I'm taking care of myself, anxiety is really improved and I just don't need to take anything because I'm just in a good place and it just doesn't hit that often. I think it's important to look at this holistically and to consider a whole life solution. Like it's not going to be one thing. Um, it's not going to be just, oh, I exercise and therefore I feel better or, oh, I took Xanax and now I'm good. It just is not going to be one thing. This is a whole life solution. And if you apply all those things, you know, exercise, meditation, breathing exercises, a little Xanax now and then when the other things aren't working, eating properly, all those things together can make for a really good life with managed anxiety. Um, I, I, so, so yeah, I think don't be afraid to take medication when you're struggling like that. You don't have to struggle like that, but also don't rely only on that. That's my opinion. That's what I believe. That's how I live. And at the same time, the, the research is super sound that exercise really does help with anxiety, depression, other mental disorders and challenges. It helps with ADHD and, and cardio is pretty great. And, and being in nature is also really well documented and, and supported by research that it does help with anxiety and depression. So get outside in the sunshine, walk your dog, get some, get it, get around some trees. <laughs> the Japanese call this a forest bath, which I love. And if you just, you know, go outside and be in some nature, it's shown that changes the chemistry of your brain a little bit. It's good for you. I also think animals are a wonderful help for anxiety. Unless you're allergic, get a fish. Um, if you can change your focus and put it on your sweet puppy, my little Gus is down here taking a He's still taking a nap. He's all curled up in a little round circle and it's very cute. And so when you can put your attention on your puppy or someone else, it will help with your anxiety. There are also some great meditation apps and soothing calming apps that I've talked about before that can really help you. I really love the calm app and I also like headspace. Both have some great breathing exercises and some great meditations that can help you with anxiety. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope it helps you with your challenges and struggles. And I know anxiety is a big thing in perimenopause and menopause. So hang in there. And if you have strategies and you have ideas, share what you do that works for you in the comments for this video or podcast. Thanks for watching. Flash on.